Excuse me, sir. Do you know how fast you were nerding? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Konnichiwa, nerds. I'm Q. And I'm Mark. And welcome back to Nerding While Black, where we discuss all things nerdy from the perspective of a couple of regular black dudes who are also regular nerds, because the two perspectives are not always the same. Man, I really just never get Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. moving right along, um, you know, it's it's an odd time. It's a, what a time to be alive it is, Mark. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we've seen a lot this year already. It's July. We have. But uh, we've seen a lot, and we saw the end of an era. Yeah. Um, the, the beginnings of a new one. Um, so... We saw Spider-Man. Yes, we did. Let me cool. just say. Bravo. It's, fantastic. It's fantastic movie. movie. It's yes. a fantastic movie. Everyone should go see it. Um, are we going to do a spoiler warning in this? Are we going to discuss some of that? Because it ties okay. to kind of overall yeah, so what our topic for the day is. We will go ahead and mm-hmm. do a spoiler warning right now. If you haven't seen Spider-Man, please go see it unless you're just somebody who just doesn't care about spoilers. And if you don't care about spoilers, Hey, listen on. Yeah. Yeah, Go for it. But yeah, we will, we will not shy away from any plot points from Spider-Man or anything like that. Um, It's not the general sense of what we're talking about in this episode, but yeah, this isn't a Spider-Man review, a Spider-Man far from home review. Right. But some of the events in Spider-Man far from home are relevant to our topic of the day. Our topic of the day is, where we're going from here. Yeah. So we're, we're pretty much we were talking about where the next phase should go, but I've heard that they're not going with phases anymore. Um, so they did say that Spider-Man Far From Home was the end of the Infinity Saga. So the, I don't know if they're so going to go Endgame's not the end of it? Far From Home is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if they're going with sagas now or if they're just kind of like, okay, that was its own thing. Now we're going to be doing something new. A rose by any other name. Right. It's still a rose. (laughs) Anyway, so um, semantics aside, where is the Marvel Cinematic Universe going from here? And with Far From Home, there were with the trailers that came out, if you know, most everyone saw the trailers at the very least. Um, And if you're listening to this, you don't, you know, you either saw the movie or don't care about spoilers. But, you know, obviously, for any of us who were familiar with Spider-Man, we knew that that Mysterio was going to be the bad guy. Um, what I did, I at least, and there are plenty of super smart people smarter than me that may have seen it coming. But what I was not expecting was part of the illusion to be the explanation that was given in the trailer of the multiverse. Yeah. So that was part of the illusion. Yeah. So I we talked about this before. To me, it's still like it's up in the air. Like I, I yeah, that, so, you know, like <laughs> so pretty much at this point, multiverse was no, neither confirmed nor denied. Um, it was a part of Mysterio's his deception. Um, the multiverse thing was definitely a part of Mysterio's deception, so we don't know whether or not it's actually legit or not. Um, We just know that that was something that he used as a way to explain why this guy who's this super awesome superhero hadn't shown up until now. 
So, um, but with that aside, we can, we can go ahead and talk about what we more or less do know. So we do know about uh, the Eternals. Uh, they're currently like in pre-production for Eternals. They're filming Black Widow solo movie, which of course is going to be a prequel. Right. Um, they are in pre-production um, or still in talks about Shang-Chi. Um, yeah, but is, I really feel like that's going to be a thing. So, yeah. and I'm excited to see it with the, with the introduction of Dr. Strange in particular into the Marvel cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the ability to really kind of start delving into more magical elements of the, of the Marvel universe and bringing some of those characters in. Um, I think that they should have leaned heavier into it sooner than Doctor Strange. But now that Doctor Strange has done it, everybody can do it. And I'm here for it. And I'm really here for them trying to take another B-lister, a real Marvel B-lister, and making him super popular. Nobody cared about Guardians. Nobody cared about Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy um, before that movie came out. And now they're rock stars. So. Speaking of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is also right uh, in production. And they brought back... Uh, James Gunn, right? Yes. Yeah, they brought back James Gunn, Woo. so he will be back Woo. to uh, lead the third As so, Guardians of the Galaxy! <laughs> yeah, that's 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 not going to be the name of it. Bro, it's they, gonna be As Guardians of the Galaxy, mark my words. He said it's not gonna be. Like well, he said, we're just... Lame. See, the, the thing is, it's only one Asgardian. Like, I get it, it's, it's funny, it's clever, but it's still just... They should do a whole, like, ad campaign when the movie's coming up for the yeah. where, okay, where it's so like yeah. Thor bursting into each commercial yeah. or like scribbling over like you know right. <laughs> like as guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Like as guardians. No, no, no. It's, it's really about it's really about Thor. He's that's gonna be his thing. Like the whole movie. Like, yeah. yeah, this is Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's really like Thor 4. That, like that let's be, be honest, it's Thor 4. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and hire us for your campaign. Right. <laughs> like, it's, come on. It's really going to be Thor like, for let's let's do this. Asgardians of the Galaxy. You know. So yeah. Um. So we do have that. Uh, I'm sorry, I digressed a lot. I just no, you know, you're. I good. really you're think good. Thor's persona has and the way it's evolved over the years. He's he's, he's one of my fa- he's one of my favorite characters in the Marvel Easily. Cinematic Universe. Easily. He really is. But um, and then of course, uh, the final two that we can pretty much have safe bets on is Doctor Strange 2 and Black Panther 2. Right. So we Captain Marvel 2, I think. Oh yeah, and Captain Marvel 2. Yes, yes. Um definitely. So with all those movies, um, we can be sure that by the time that 2023 rolls around, we will be actively caught up with the timeline. So this five year gap and everything is going to be, you know, Present day, present in, day in real life is going to so, be present day and, in the Marvel. Right. So we've been talking about it and pretty much I think what they're doing is they're giving us the movies that the time necessarily doesn't too, too much matter. Like it, it being in 2023 doesn't necessarily matter. Um, we have Far From Home that pretty much was like a and it, it for me that set the pace of what they're doing. They're doing kind of like. The immediately after the events of Endgame, this is what was happening with these particular characters. So after Endgame, then we see what's happening with Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then, of course, we have those those outliers that are, um, oh, we're going back in time to see, you know, 
some kind of interesting story with Black Widow. And we're also doing the Eternals, which, of course, is something that's far enough away from everything that the time period kind of doesn't matter. But we don't know exactly what's the Eternals. Um, I actually don't know. But I, I do know that it's not um is not an earth based yeah thing. It's, it's an intergalactic kind of yeah kinda deal. It's it's all good. Really okay. Really, what has been plaguing my existence since the end of Endgame and my long rant and my issues with what kind of plot holes are opened by the things that happened at the end of Endgame, what happened with snaps and second snaps and. And then what happens going forward and right. So really the big question is one of the biggest questions. uh, I I feel like we can narrow it down to a couple of things. One is what's going to be the new big bad that we're leading up to in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Two, what, how are they, these are, these are the two main points really is because it's two, how are they going to bring in x-men and fantastic Fantastic four into the marvel cinematic universe how are we going to explain that from a plot standpoint which is why everyone was chomping at the bit with the spider-man previews thinking that multiverse is a easy way to explain bringing these characters into the mcu fold so really you say galactus um i don't disagree but the seeds that were planted in Far From Home were for a secret invasion. Oh, you mean like the the next, like the next next big bad, not like the the big big bad? Because the I'm next... going to need you to break down that statement. Okay, that you just said, it made no sense. <laughs> All <just> right, want... <laughs> the following major villain that would require an ensemble cast versus the next in game type threat. Uh, because if we look at the first ensemble thing that they dealt with, it was really Loki. Which that seed was planted. Right. And technically he was a big bad, but yeah. he wasn't like the, the big bad. bad. Right. Okay. Okay. Fair. 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 Yeah. I think Secret Invasion is going to be the first, the next ensemble thing. And, and Galactus would be, be a much more realistic big, big bad. Which means um, we get, you know, Norrin Rad, coolest Marvel the Marvel superhero ever. He's awesome. Anyway, um, I, 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 I want to see, I, I, okay. There's a couple things. Okay. So we talked about the Illuminati. Yeah. A couple times. Right. And the members of the Illuminati, a few of them we have already seen in the broad Marvel cinematic universe. Um, and well, Marvel universe. I can't, can't even say cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, in the Marvel universe, we've seen um, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man are the three that we've seen. That we, that most people have seen. There is one. There's, there's Black Bolt, Black who Bolt. was in Inhumans, but that was a major flop for right. Marvel. Like Crash and Burn. So we have Professor X and Mr. Fantastic who they should bring into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then Namor, who I feel they should also bring into the Cinematic Universe with the success of Aquaman. It can be done! And technically, I think Namor was first in the age of, you know, back in the golden age of comic books or whatever Namor was. Yeah, there are a lot of um, heroes from Marvel and DC that are 
um, heavily inspired by one, by another. one another, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, so, right. so yeah, I think um, I think Namor was first, and then Aquaman Namor was, was first, second. Aquaman came after, um, yeah. and Namor can like fly, like yeah, he's dope. He's he's ridiculous. He's straight up OP. I don't know what they would do to like his outfit and stuff. He's a pretty goofy looking dude. Well, I mean, that's the thing that they have done a fantastic job of modernizing, modernizing yeah. everybody's yeah. costumes. Like yeah. you think that it's just going to be like some weird spandex looking thing. And then you see it, it's like, Oh, oh that's, that's, that's dope. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I get behind that. Right. That's, yeah. Okay. I like what you did there. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I think that, um, so for me, I, I think that they should do something involving the Illuminati. I think that there's now more than ever, um, with these you know the fallout one of the fallouts of this big bad kind of thing i think we saw the seeds of that in endgame where natasha is talking to this council right Mm -hmm. uh of of people and it wasn't necessarily the illuminati but i think the next time we have to address a global threat i think um some of these these characters should have a say i think they should resynchronize and kind of like, okay, these are the big, smart, powerful guys, and this is how we're going to get together and do this. So question, because we we all we both know how smart Peter Parker is. Do you think that he's going to end up filling in Iron Man's spot as a member of the Illuminati? Ooh. Well, okay, so I think that Far From Home, once again, asks and plants these seeds and asks these questions. Um, something that I thought that I feel like we're going to towards i don't think it's going to be the first ensemble the next the first of this new saga mm-hmm. ensemble movie but i think we're eventually going to build to a civil war two yeah civil war two was captain marvel versus iron man in the comic books mm-hmm. so i think that civil war two in the cinematic universe is going to be iron man versus captain or uh spider-man versus captain marvel yeah um and yes i do think that that we are continually seeing a Peter Parker. We saw it in Homecoming and we are now seeing it in Far From Home that he is coming of age, coming into his own, and he's going to continually step up to the plate and really own this new kind of leadership role. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm just a kid from Queens. He said that in Civil War. He said that in Homecoming. In he's saying that now, in in Far From Home, and he's gonna he's gonna shed that. He's gonna and and Far From Home started that. Like it didn't even start it. Far From Home continued that. So I think he's gonna. Yeah, I, I really think he's he's gonna step up and be a major player in the MCU. Okay. Um. Because we we've seen a couple times where they've. Uh, not necessarily in the MCU, but we've seen like throughout just Marvel shows here and there where they've had Spider-Man take on a leadership role. Um, and I'm thinking specifically about whatever that animated show was where he um, had, yeah. uh, it was him. Secret Wars. No, 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 oh. uh, not, not Secret Wars. I'm thinking um, specifically about like him and his small team. It was just him. Nova, oh, it was a newer one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it was like Power Man, or something Luke like Cage, that. and yeah. you know a couple other people. Um, yeah. But I could see that happening, um, especially if they like decide to attack Spider Man the way that they did Iron Man, where pretty much everybody only gets three movies. So 
what they did with Iron Man, they gave him one, two, and three, and then they had his ensemble movies where he would show up, even if it was just in like a quick after credit scene or whatever, but he was there in different respects throughout the entire saga. Um, so I'm thinking that they may end up doing something along those lines with Spider-Man. Um, I would say just because Spider-Man is Spider-Man, if they can keep it going, like if they can legitimately like keep the ball rolling, well, they would the, do let's more look than at the parallels between three. Spider-Man and Iron Man here. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of Far From Home, the bombshell, boom. Oh, by the way, by the way, yeah. I know that everybody's like, oh, okay, we saw Scrolls, Secret Invasion with the post credit scene for, you know, Endgame or for Far From Home. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. I get it. It's true. It's true. That's told my favorite part of the post credit scene. Yeah. J.K. Simmons yes. came back as J. Jonah Jameson. Listen, yes. we yes. were both Yo. so ecstatic. Because, okay, so here's here's my thing. I was so happy. Because everybody's that. been like, <laughs> like asking, literally, ever since uh, Spider-Man showed up in Civil War, everybody's like, who's going to be James Jonah Jameson? Yo. Who's going to be James Jonah Jameson? Like, we have to know. Like, is it going to they, they, they need to bring back J.K. Uh, J. Simmons. Yep. Or, or, hear me out, Ice Cube. So it's like literally. Uh, yeah, I remember having me, an Ice Cube conversation, and I could have seen that. I for seen me, that. it had to be either one, it was one or the other. I was going to be happy either way, but it had to be either J.K. Simmons coming back or Ice Cube. Nobody else. J.K. And Simmons is the perfect. J. He J. really Jameson. is. Like he really is. We we talk about characters that that define a role. And you know we talk in in comic book movies. We For talk me, about Robert Downey Jr. J.K. As Simmons Iron Man. is every bit as right. uh, James Jonah Jameson yeah. as Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. as Iron or, Man or or uh, Hugh Jackman as as Wolverine. Every J.K. Yeah. Simmons does not get nearly Ryan enough Reynolds credit. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, like literally. J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson. Period. Exactly. End of story. I'm so happy to see him. I was like, yes, they did it. Yes, yeah. I'm so glad they did that. Anyway, that was like that was like that was really a high point for me. I it was really was never like, more excited in that movie than in that moment. Well, oddly enough, I was ver- verbally excited in the movie. Okay, okay? Yeah, yeah, wrong. Yeah. like that 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 battle between this isn't a Spider-Man Far From Home review, but, but that battle woo! was just li- okay. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was perfect. So, it was everything I could have wanted to see. If you don't know, we're going to go back in time a little bit to the Sam Raimi uh, Spider-Man movies. So when they were planning Spider-Man 4, Mysterio was going to be in that movie, but he was only going to be uh, like they were going to do some kind of like weird montage in the very beginning where Spider-Man is just kind of like rounding up a whole bunch of B-list uh, villains. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. Um, and Mysterio was going to be one of those. He's going to be this dude with a fishbowl on his head, really pudgy, just. They weren't going to yeah. do him justice. Right. And it's like mm. I was when I heard that I was live it mm, like i was mm, like mm, do you not understand mm, with how mm, effects mm, are today mm, how mm, amazing mm. A, a mysterio fight could be yeah and they owned it the man. entire time i'm sitting there i was like this is everything i wanted yeah more. this, it, this it, is it, everything yeah, i wanted and more oh my really god was. oh my oh my there's god nothing, i mean what else could you want out of a battle between spider-man there's nothing else they could have done in that Listen, movie it was visually it was amazing it was perfect they, they perfect. did everything right they did everything right with that yeah. there's literally nothing else Better they could have done. I have no criticisms whatsoever. Yeah. None. It was perfect. Perfect. So um getting back to the broader scheme of things, I think that I think that some of the things that, you know, 
some of the cool things that they could do, we didn't talk about Avengers versus X-Men. Man. Okay, um, so Avengers versus X-Men is one of those storylines that requires or doesn't necessarily require require, but it does need a little bit of setup. And one of those things that helped to set up Avengers versus X-Men in the comics was House of M. And House of M is a whole thing with Scarlet Witch and her family. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird thing, but I'm hoping that they're going to kind of like figure it out. And with this uh, Wanda vision, I still hate that name. I hope they don't go with that. Wanda vision. <laughs> exactly. Newsreel of the stars, 1930. Wanda vision. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. what I think of every time yeah. you say that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absolutely, <laughs> I, I hate the name. I hate the name, but um, there, it's probably just a working title, just something that, Hey, so you know what it is, <clears throat> but for, uh, Scarlet Witch is getting a show with Vision on Disney Plus, and I'm right. hoping that they're going to use that show to sow the seeds of House, of, House M. of M, so that we can eventually get to an Avengers versus X Men because that that storyline was just incredible. Like I, I really did. I enjoyed. It was Fubar is what it was. It got crazy. It got yeah. like it got. I mean, it was a crazy. whole. Okay, so the thing is, the reason why I think that they may not do it is because it involves the Phoenix Force. Yeah, and well, we've had well, okay, but we've had two attempts. It was from Fox. But did you watch Dark two, Phoenix? I didn't. We didn't talk about it yet. Yeah, no. Because I, uh, I haven't see seen it. it. No, no I, haven't okay. seen it. I need to see. It, I need to see it. Yeah, I we guess. need to see it. But um, we're not in. We're not hurried up to see it because right. It, so, yeah, everybody said that it was. It I'm was sure it's bad. visually beautiful, right? Visually stunning, but just story wise, they said it was just super lacking. So. And that's why we're but, talking about Marvel, right? Like so, the MCU, that the is. MCU, yeah. yeah. But there, so that makes it two attempts within recent years that they've tried a Phoenix type story. Yeah. And the thing is, for but, me, but it's House like you of have M to didn't have center around the Phoenix Force, though. Right? No, House of M didn't. Avengers versus X Men did. Ah. Uh. So pretty much if you haven't um, read it, you should. But it just starts out with Iron Man, funny enough, creating this huge uh, Megazord like uh, suit of armor that uh, shoots this tractor beam or whatever, this super plasma beam at the Phoenix Force. And it they think that it destroyed it, but it actually split into five. And That's it right. went into five of uh, That's right. <clears throat> the major X Men or whatever. Yeah, Cyclops went a little crazy. Yeah, Cyclops that. definitely went crazy. But <clears throat> that the the Phoenix Force being in that particular situation requires the Phoenix already being yeah. set up. Yeah. So it's um it's one of those things. Is like I would love to see it, but will we? I doubt it. I strongly doubt it. What if? What if? All of the X-Men come from the future. All of them. And like through Cable or Bishop, you know, one of the time hopping X-Men, they all wind up coming back in time. All of them. I mean, instead of an alternate universe. See, uh, I would still be okay with that. I'll be like, hey, I mean, they, well, they've we're already just, used time. We're just so. using time travel to band-aid every fucking thing, aren't we? Why don't we just use it again? <laughs> I'm if, sorry. If, okay. if you haven't noticed, uh, Quentin doesn't particularly like... It's going to be a recurring uh, theme, ladies and gentlemen. If we're talking about movies, I don't like time device. travel as a plot device. I don't like it. Yeah. It makes me angry. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> All right. But um, I, I, I wouldn't be mad at it, but... Mm, 
meh. You know, I just you know, it's we we sit here and we think about what frustrates me sometimes is. You know, just the not knowing. I, I, we theory craft all the time, and it's just theory. Right now, the state of the MCU is such a theory crafter's nightmare. Okay, like yeah. it is a nightmare if you sit there and you're trying to kind of piece so together many different ways that they can go. Yeah, for me, the reason why um, I particularly cling on to Galactus as the next big big bad. Is because it's the easiest thing for me to uh, like come to grips with as the next big big bad after Thanos. Yeah, it's like, a, it's a very natural kind of right. But the thing is, for me, it also seems like if Galactus is the next big big bad, then uh, we're pretty much done after that. Like once Galactus is defeated, then pack it up, we're good. Like, eh. We'll find something. See, but the thing is, like, unless you're just going to do, like, a lot of heroes, you're just going to keep the heroes coming and it's not going to be any more, like, huge ensemble movies, then other other than that, I don't see them continuing on. You don't see them continuing on? I see them, like, rebooting, possibly, and, like, trying to do some other You don't see them continuing on, though. We live in a time where... When you look at a now playing poster, it is filled usually with a list of movies that are either continuations of previous stories or remakes of previous stories. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they'll find a way to continue. Like, and, and honestly, in the comic book universe, I think I think one of the things that we're going to begin to see um, even in this saga phase, whatever you want to call it, and it's something that we've seen in shows and in because with uh, the reason why the MCU gets so much attention, garners so much attention from us and the rest of the world is because of the way that they're trying to change the way that we consume franchises. I mean, the only thing. In, in a in a significantly shorter time, the only thing that even comes remotely close to garnering as much attention in a confined one specific universe with one unified theme going in one unified direction is is the Star Wars franchise. Oh, OK, that and in, even in Star Wars, the the problem with that is like over the years, over the 40, 50 years that that that's been around is that, you know, well, you can't necessarily incorporate. They, they, they eliminated the books. They've eliminated a lot of the stuff that's happened in the interim. And, you know, it's not one unified theme, but there's just as much media in this gigantic monster of a franchise. And so Marvel with their TV, Disney plus, with the movies, I mean, it, they're trying to change the way we consume franchise media, and I don't think that they're going to stop that anytime soon. And I think that the source material that they have to to pull from is a very deep well. Okay. Um, because they're constantly trying to change the way we see stuff, I think we're going to start to see, you know, I, I think it would be amazing if they did stuff like Avengers versus X-Men, or if they did stuff that really started to delve, peel away at, at the characters behind these and not so much heavy, heavy focus on something like Galactus, something like secret invasion or secret wars, 
or uh, that that really kind of de- it's it's an ensemble kind of idea, but it really it it peels into who these characters are, and it's more of internal threats less than external threats. Okay, yeah, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So one of the things that we were also talking about was. Um, essentially those characters that are the passing the torch characters, um, younger characters in the comics that, uh, have the possibility of still being brought onto, uh, yeah, uh, brought onto the big screen in some respect, whether it be, um, Miles Morales, because we have seen, uh, we've seen, uh, Donald Glover as, uh, Aaron, uh, or he's actually like in the comics and if you've seen into the spider verse, the prowler. So if you go back and watch uh homecoming, realize that the same character that was the prowler in, <laughs> in into the spider verse is, is, is Donald Glover. Right, right. So um, I hope that they do something with that because I would love to see Donald Glover as, as a villain. He's a great actor and I feel like he would be able to bring something Unique. They to better it. catch him before they have to pay him that RDJ money, right? Because he's, <laughs> he's, he's he is look, working. Look, I mean, he is, and I mean, he's already got Solo under his belt. From he was mm-hmm. Lando Calrissian. After the Lion King comes out, man, his his price tag isn't gonna go down. It's not okay. It's not <laughs> like, at it's all. It's not gonna go down. Um, but you know, with Miles Morales, I know, I know, I know. I want to see him. I do. I want to see him on the big screen in a live action capacity incorporated in the MCU, I just don't think it makes sense for the Spider-Man that we have right now. Like I, I just, and I don't even, I wouldn't even say that for this saga, like for over the next maybe 10 years, maybe at the end, towards the end, like when we get to the end game stages, infinity war stages of whatever's going to go on with MCU over the course of the next 10 years, maybe introduce some Miles Morales. But we didn't see Miles Morales in the comic books until, and even when you look at Into the Spider-Verse, the Spider-Man that we see in Into the Spider-Verse is a fully realized Spider-Man. See. And, the, and beyond that, in in um in Spider-Man, the video game on PlayStation 4, that was a fully realized Spider-Man. And then he's passing the torch. I mean, Aunt May die? Gosh. Yeah. Ugh. But I mean, okay, so later here's, on, here's you know? my thing about um, Miles and any of these other characters. I feel like for Spider-Man specifically, I feel like when you're thinking about bringing in Miles Morales, you're thinking about Spider-Man as he is right now. I'm thinking about where he will be once they actually do take tack this on, like they would attack this. So, and I'm thinking... This wouldn't be that's what I'm saying. Until... Like ten years, like in the next seven to eight years, I, I think seven eight years from now is when they should be thinking about a Miles Morales. I would say they could possibly do it as soon as twenty six. What year is it? Nineteen. 19. Seven years. You went one lower than the number, the lowest number I said. You're just that. That's. You're splitting hairs at this point. It's, it, I'm, I'm saying it needs to be later on in the game. That's, I really that's do think it's just to mess with him sometimes. You <laughs> <laughs> we went one year lower. <laughs> anyway, but no, like, late, I just think it should be later game. Because, I mean, Spider-Man, yeah, he just got the torch passed to him. Let's let him Let's let him be him. Let him, let him fully realize himself and go through his trials and tribulations. 
and then find himself still comparing himself I mean, to, to Iron Man next, uh, and trying to usher in a new Spider-Man with Miles yeah. Morales. You know? I mean, because next movie, we already know that they're doing Sinister Six. Yeah, so how many have we had introduced in the MCU? We've had Scorpion, we've had Vulture, we've mm-hmm. had Mysterio, and then we've had, who else have we had? We had one more. There's one. Oh, Shocker. Shocker, yeah. And is there anything else? Is there anybody else? Um, Just in the MCU. No, that's 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 it. I think that's it. But pretty much, so you can do you, you, can do you two, focus you can on these two more. Yeah, you you focus on Doc Ock and then just have him bring in somebody else. Yeah, man. I don't think I thought that Doc Ock, the Doc Ock that we saw in Sam Raimi's Spider Man two, to to me, and we'll talk. We've digressed a lot. I don't know how much of this we're gonna cut out, but I've said that. I think I don't know if I said this on the show before, but I've said it before in general. Um, Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, uh, to me, is the all-time greatest comic book hero movie. And I only say that because at the time that it came out, there had been nothing before it that, that, that did it that well. Yeah. It just, it was, it was flawless in execution. Since then... The only other Doc Ock that I, I mean, the Doc Ock that was in the video game was amazing. And I think he would be a wonderful way to do Sinister Six um, as the leader. Um, that would be cool to see. And so I hope that they do that in the next one. That would be great. I, yeah. I hope to see Doc Ock leading um, the Sinister Six. That would be cool. And I hope they do it the way they did in the game. That was really yeah. great how they did that. Right. And the thing is, is uh, all you have to do is like I said, right now you introduce Doc Ock that makes five. So all you have to do is just have him have the because of course he's gonna know of other yeah uh villains yeah. who no matter who they are. Yeah. You can have somebody who in the meantime but um between movies or whatever, Spider Man is still doing his thing. One of those characters that he kinda like defeated easily, um rolled off or whatever. And then all of a sudden, Doc Ock helps to like arm him with some new tech or something. And then all of a sudden, he's like a super threat now, in addition to everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not necessarily difficult to do in three. Um, <clears throat> and with all that he's already dealing with after the events of um, Far From Home. Yeah, it's... we aren't addressing the fact that the big, the, the real immediate kind of holy shit, what's going to happen now is that we know. Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah, everybody like, thinks they know who uh, Spider-Man is. Yeah. Like, they, they, how we how we gonna get around that? Like yeah. what how we what are we gonna do here? Scrolls. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Scrolls, man. I mean they're gonna solve this. Yeah, that's that's pretty much like So we're gonna see this we're gonna see a scroll in part a scroll as Spider-Man or a scroll as Peter Parker I would and then say Spider-Man at the same scroll time. In the as, same place at the same yeah, time. Yeah, a scroll as uh Peter, Peter Parker. I yeah. feel like Peter will probably be easier because the scrolls that we've seen so far haven't been able to duplicate powers yet. Right. And then so if there's a scroll that doesn't that's Peter that doesn't do anything Spider-Man like and then you have Spider-Man doing super Spider-Man stuff alongside a Peter Parker that can't do anything, then point proven. Yeah, Boom, we're good. Yeah. So unless they find out about the scrolls. 
<laughs> then it's gonna open up a whole a second can of worms. And yeah, it's gonna be it's uh, gonna be weird. It's, it's a wild ride in right. MCU right now. It's a wild ride. I'm here for it. Yeah. I, I will always have criticisms for the MCU, but I it is a is a labor of love. So yeah. I'm not mad. I'm just curious. Yeah. I need answers. I right. need answers. It still ended up becoming the Spider-Man episode. It did kind of. <laughs> well, I'm just but, saying, yeah. I'm talking about no, the MCU know, in general. I, I need answers. Uh, I need to know what's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, there there are other um, heroes that I still would like to see. Um, because we, we started talking about the passing the torch heroes and we only got on Miles Morales because right. of course that led well, right back into Spider-Man. I wanted, but, you to, I wanted you to leave Miles Morales for last because I had a lot to say about Miles Morales and his relationship to Spider-Man. But yes, yeah. we we they should in the in the MCU. I mean, there's but also Spider Gwen uh, is is Spider Gwen is something that's alternate universe. It is alternate universe, but we haven't had a Gwen Stacy in the MCU. You're not in the cinematic universe. No, you're right. That's what I said, MCU, yeah. So, like into the Spider Verse, we had it. We had it in the Sam Raimi one. In Sam Raimi, yeah. um, and we also had it in. Uh, well, of course, in Into Andrew the Spider Verse, yeah, and yeah, and Andrew Garfield, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm talking like MCU. This current Tom Holland Spider Man, we have not had Gwen Stacy. Yeah, so that's true. That's and that's why I'm saying like um, characters like Miles Morales and Spider Gwen because this is a, a universe that everybody kind of treats it like. Oh, this has to not, and I'm not saying that you're doing this, but a lot of people are saying this has to be comic accurate. You know, no, yeah, this no, has no, to be this, no, and this has to be no. that. But um, even with your argument about you know the age that Spider Man was and how acclimated he was to being Spider Man, yeah, um, these are things that like any iteration that we see different Spider Man, I just think of it as a different universe. So in every universe, things can happen differently. I mean, so, I understand that. I, um, I, I think that I think that the overarching idea behind who Spider Man is, and I would just like to see a Spider Fam, you know, like a lot of different characters. Oh, Spider Man! Like, I get it. Yeah, it will. It will be dope. But um, we also have characters like Nova. I think um, we'll see Nova in Guardians of the Galaxy Three. I that would actually be a safe bet. I hope that they go ahead and do that. That will be. We'll, uh, we'll see Adam Warlock, and we'll see Nova. And there'll be nice little surprises. I I don't know. I, nobody's really talking about it right now because it's just not pressing in everyone in the forefront of everyone's mind. So uh, timestamp the shit out of this because I really do think that we know we're going to get Adam Warlock, but I really feel like we're going to see Nova and it's going to be the surprise. We got a Nova hero. Like, I'm calling it. I think that's going to happen. Okay. Just um, like I called Maria Hill. Being he did. a scroll. He did. He, I he called, called it. that shit. He called it. I called it. Woo! Feels good. Yeah. Feels good being right. Vindication. Vindication. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I mean, there are things I've called, but you know, it is what it is. Anyway. Well, you gotta point them out. You gotta you gotta own your victories, Mark. I you do. gotta own them. You gotta own anyway, them. I'm owning um, mine. <laughs> but yeah, we also have um characters uh, like Miss Marvel and um she has so many names. So Monica Rambo, well, she's course. been a Miss Marvel. She's been um no, she's been a Captain Marvel. I don't think she's I, been a Miss. She didn't go by Miss Marvel at any point. No, okay, she's been uh, a Captain Marvel. She's had she's a, a lot of Spectre names. Spectre and um, some yeah. other stuff. It's it's been a lot, but 
they have a lot of names to work with. Is pretty much what I'm Monica saying. Rambeau is going to be yeah. a is going to be a factor yeah. in this Marvel um, Cinematic Universe. There's no way so, that they planted that seed and are not going to play it out. Drawing more parallels to Iron Man, I think uh, Monica Rambeau is going to be, be the roadie. The yeah, roadie. It's going to yeah. be the war machine to yeah. Captain Marvel. I yeah. agree wholeheartedly. And then of I course, uh, I, I still I really want them to do it. I doubt that they will. It's not gonna but happen. I, I still I want it to happen. I do. I know. I'm not saying I don't want me, it to happen. I, I I think it should happen. The reason why I think that this has a lot more credibility for happening is because of the push for finding the next Iron Man, and that's Ironheart. So pretty much, uh, Riri Williams, what she did was she reverse engineered yeah. her own Iron, Iron Man armor. Yeah. yeah. So in the push for everybody to find like who's going to be the next Iron Man, who's going to be the next Iron Man, it seems like well, the super intelligent um, girl who has the ability to do so would see all these pushes for it, not see that gap being necessarily filled and well, just I think try that, her hand at it. But I, I think that the public in, in the MCU, mm-hmm. I think the public's perception of Iron Man Obviously, first and foremost is a sense of loss. Oh, we lost one of the Earth's mightiest heroes. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing isn't who's going to be the next Iron Man. It's more so, if anything, that was directly addressed in Far From Home is, is Spider-Man going to be the next Iron Man? Well, that was that was because that was his movie. But if you if you recognize a lot of the uh, the initial uh, questionings, like a lot of those questions, yes, in. the there was even this thing that was that was in the commercial that was in the trailer, but yeah. they cut out of the movie. Yeah, altogether. so pretty much I feel like with that was what everybody was saying. Oh yeah. Um but no, I'm talking about the whatever that thing that May was having, the event that May was having, and everybody kind of like hound on, hey, are you gonna be the next Iron Man? That's because everybody asking the question, who's going to be the next Iron Man? So in, in a lot of the uh the news stories and everything that we saw, it was a, it was who, not Will Spider Man. Well, hey. So I, I think it's more so like a that's a gap that needs to be filled, and a lot of people are going to be whoever has the ability to, you know, do the Iron Man like thing to create something that you know puts me there is going to be like an inspiring type situation. And I think yeah, a, I think it's a I think it would be cool. And they planted the seeds for that concept, that notion with with um, if you really kind of think about it with Mysterio, because him and every and his team, everyone that he was working with, they all were like. They were indirect or directly affected, but B list characters by Tony Stark in, mm-hmm. in Tony Stark's orbit at some time, some point or another, and then they felt slighted by him. Or indirectly, if I mean that one guy that was, you know, the the guy in the chair, mm-hmm. he Tony didn't even do anything to him. It was Obadiah that was, you're fired if you can't figure out what Tony Stark did, and I'll, and I'll blah, blah. like, how you gonna blame Tony for that? <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? Well, obviously, Tony, that's not Tony his hired fault. him hired, so like, that's obviously not his fault in right. any way. But whatever, regardless, I'm we just, just saying, needed a link. Right. Yeah. But regardless, what I'm saying is like uh, you can they the the MCU is cognizant. They are aware of these smaller characters that were impacted in big ways by these major players in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the major heroes. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's far fetched what you're saying. 
you know, for some girl to have maybe have been at a Stark Expo and, you know, Tony Starter shot her a glance for two seconds, some some minor thing that happened that has a big impact on who they become and what they try to pursue. I mean, look at Spider-Man. He was the kid in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. In the in the Iron Man helmet. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, that I think that, yeah, I think that that would that would be so cool to see if, if they did that with Ironheart. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be so cool to see. I think they, uh, and, they totally should be amazing heroes that you don't you don't have to give her, you know, the silver screen treatment. You can give her a Disney Plus. Uh, sure. I would like yeah, a little would eight, eight episode miniseries. Yeah, man, I would take a Disney Plus show. Of Ironheart, and, and then of course when you have your ensemble movies, it's like, hey, I heard about this uh this girl look, who created her own Iron Man armor. It's like maybe she's worth looking at. Look, I I want I'm I will feed on I will drink white people tears if they start getting upset about the notion that we are trying to flood the market with black girl magic. Okay, we we should get a Spectre and Miss Major or Captain. Uh, the Captain Marvel number two, whatever, <laughs> yeah, know, whatever, she, whatever her name is, Monica Rambeau. We should, yeah, she should definitely be a major player. We should definitely see all the awesome black women again from Black Panther. Uh, we should definitely get a, a much heavier focus on Storm. Who's gonna be in Black Panther two? We just heard. I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. We- oh, roll, roll, roll. Black girl magic. Less. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I, I want to see it. That would be great. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And she go be dark skin too. Mm, finally, Ooh. finally, Ooh, dark skin a row row. Right. It's gonna gives me chills, man. <laughs> it's gonna right, be awesome. Anyway, all right, all right. I think we 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 talked about it far enough. Yeah. That concludes this episode of the Nerding Wild Black Podcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nwb underscore podcast and like us on facebook at facebook.com slash nerding while black thanks so much for listening we're mark and q reminding you to nerd up and nerd on